Jack, as you know, we're all about giving value here at Colorplane. So what we're going to do, we're committing to three podcasts a week. They're going to be released on Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday nights at 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. That's here in Melbourne. That's a lot of podcasts. That is a lot of podcasts, Jack, but we wouldn't have it any other way. We're all about bringing value on this Color Plan podcast. And so I think three per week feels right to us. A way that you guys can give us a little bit of value in doing so would be to please follow and give us five stars if you guys enjoy. We'd really, really appreciate it. Mean the world, guys. Thank you so much. Enjoy. Guerrilla marketing is taking the world by absolute storm at the moment. We've seen some of the biggest brands and businesses use this strategy globally. It's gone crazy. It's gone crazy. So guerrilla marketing, what is it? If you don't know what it is, tune in because it's a, an extremely important strategy that uh, could really move the needle for you in whatever that looks like business-wise. What is it? It's an advertising approach that borrows the concept of guerrilla warfare and it kind of uses an element of surprise to communicate with an audience. Mm. That's really broad, but... I want to dive in on guerrilla warfare because that <laughs> is a term that always catches your ears. Mm. So guerrilla warfare, Jack, I think, you know, sabotaging, I think ambush. It's a, And I think that really ties into what you've just said. It, it's a form of marketing that just comes from the left of field. Yeah, catches you by surprise. It was actually coined in the 80s, guerrilla marketing after the Vietnam War, of course, from mm -hmm. the tactics from the Vietnamese. And that's where we get our clothing made. So we roll full circle, full circle moment <laughs> for us right now. And um, <laughs> that caught me off guard. And it also, I think, guerrilla marketing. It's it sets out really unconventional paths, things you just wouldn't expect in your day to day routine. Mm. So you can see the link there. I mean, the U.S. Army came in. There's a lot of unexpected things that occurred, caught them off guard from their daily routines. That's exactly the form of marketing we're talking about today. It's also a really budget friendly way to market. It's super broad and the power is in the message. So it's actually a really budget-friendly way to market Jack compared to conventional paid ads and all that kind of mm -hmm. bullshit. Really. Couldn't agree more. Yep, I think so. Yeah, it can fit all budgets, can't it? 100%. Yep, big or small. Uh, let, let's talk about some examples, some real-world examples of how businesses and brands have used it to give some people just some ideas of what it actually looks like. Yeah, some of the biggest brands in the world have used this. I know we saw recently Deadpool and Tinder kind of team up here. Yeah, so it's a pretty funny one. So Deadpool was releasing a Valentine's premiere, I guess, their new movie. And so they've made a Tinder profile with Deadpool with a bunch of like witty comments and like photos, like <laughs> cheeky pics. Imagine just swiping <laughs> and, it, and it just seeing Deadpool, but like a legit profile. Oh, that would Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure like what it looked like, whether whether he was like talking to people and that kind of thing. But essentially, I think if you swipe right, then they would give you free tickets to the premiere, which that's, is pretty cool. That's so unbelievable marketing. They, they broke the fourth wall. That's yeah. like guerrilla marketing. It's unconventional. You never expect to see Ryan Reynolds with that mask on. Yeah. Like you just wouldn't. Yeah. I, I'd be shocked. And that's that's in its essence. You need to shock the person. Mm. You need to hit them from left to field. Mm. And that's probably a more expensive um, kind of way, you know, in terms of budget. Like that's probably a higher budget example. 100%. Teaming up with Tinder. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, but when compared to doing ads, you know, in New York all over the billboards, right. it's probably cheaper. Right. So it's interesting. Um, we've seen it from local brands in Australia. Street X on Boxing Day. Shout out to Gucci Smoothie. He uh, drove a pink, a fluoro pink van through Perth. 
with Street X decals on either side. I think his hair was, I don't know what color it was dyed. It was probably red. <laughs> He's always dyeing that hair another color. He's gone through a lot of dye. Um, and I, he gave away $3,000 worth of vouchers, 200 t-shirts, just pinging them around, creating excitement. Would you expect to see a pink van with a crazy looking man throwing t-shirts out of it on Boxing Day? Probably not. No, it's not something you'd see every day, that's for sure. Definitely not. So bang, Grilla Marketing, one Bunch of hype created. Heaps. I remember- the Crowds. I'm sure he would have sold 10 times that online just yeah. from that one stunt because yeah. of everyone talking about it. You know, did you see the pink van? Yeah. So smart. I'm sure he had some DMX playing out the back of the van. Uh, <laughs> um, and then you look abroad and I think probably the best gorilla marketer I've, I've ever seen. And I'm here to make a confession. I'm an absolute Clint 419, 419 fanboy. I'm mixing my words. I'm, so, I'm such a fanboy. I feel like he's in the room. But uh, his marketing is just unbelievable. If you... Want to learn more about Gorilla Marketing through the best of the best? Go Clint underscore 419 on Instagram. Best as, it, best as it comes. Best as it gets. The best thing I've seen Clint do was the Bolo Exchange. So it was in 2022 in January. It's freezing out there in January uh, in London. And he had they just released some new puffer jackets, the brand Cortez, his brand, you know, doing a collaboration with nike one of the biggest streetwear brands in the world for those that don't know and he had he came up with the idea to drive a van so we've seen a bit of a common theme we mm -hmm. like the vans and he found a spot and he said everyone meet me here bring your puffer jackets and i will exchange your puffer jacket from our cortez puffer jackets mind you a puffer jacket's a pretty expensive item of clothing mm -hmm. you know like you don't buy like a 50 dollar north face jacket there's no such thing right no so he's, it's a pretty big like play. Yeah. Like, bring your $500 jacket for our fucking jacket, right? Yeah. Crazy. And what I loved, there's two parts. I, I read deeply on this. So I couldn't believe these two things. Clint made sure he wouldn't accept any puffer jackets from UK owned black brands. So that's p Places and Faces. Um, there's a bunch of other things. There's about four UK brands that have black owners. I assume he's good friends with them. He just wouldn't accept those puffers. So mm. I think already there's a huge level of respect. It's cool. He's not just trying to compete with everyone. Mm. He only really took big corporates, North Face, Supreme. Stussy. Stussy. Yeah. Just big ass brands. And I mean, just unbelievable. And then to really put the chair <laughs> It's on, a big like FU to those Big FU, right? Yeah. And he got hundreds of, if not thousands of puffs. <laughs> like the photos blow my mind. This happened nearly like a year and a half ago. I still look at it mind blown. Mm. And to really cap it off and just, I don't know how you could cap that off anymore, but he did. He went on Twitter that night. He ran, I asked you, I said, what, what would he do with all his puffers? And yeah. I researched a bit further and he actually donated those puffer jackets to St. Lawrence Larder, a homeless charity. Yeah. It was about 30,000 Australian dollars worth of puffer jackets. Yeah. Wow. That's how, I think we could just end the podcast on that. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. To think that out yeah. and, and execute. Yeah. I think it's just so crazy because there's like so many value adds and like so many layers to so that many. one event, stunt, whatever you want to call it. From the the van had the decals and like obviously the puffer jacket exchanges and just there's so many layers. Far out. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, do you think this is probably the biggest streetwear brand in the world right now. Do you reckon it's kind of the future, the way things are headed? Well, Virgil actually said, and rest in peace, Virgil, he actually came out and said it was inevitable that Cortez was going um, up. He's called, I think he called that in like 2019. Wow. So, I th and I believe that was off the back of mostly this guerrilla marketing and, you know, guerrilla marketing 
can only be perfectly executed with deep level of thinking. And, you know, Clint is just the master. So props to him. Um, Jack, I don't think there's any better way to cut through right now. What are you, it's a pretty... Yeah, I think, you know, just with the landscape of technology becoming so prevalent and things just moving more towards social media, there's so much competition in terms of trying to get people's attention. And so finding, you know, different ways to cut through and create hype and, you know, get people's attention is is only going to be a good thing. It's only going to get harder, I would say. 100%. And that's where the crea- the creativity of, you know, brands like AstraDex and Cortez are, are paying dividends, really. I love it too. I, I think the touch of, you know, and it's, it's all of this is community driven. Back to, I think, three, epi- three episodes ago, yep. we talked about the five steps of community. It comes full circle here. Yep. You're only achieving this, you know, you even look at Tinder. Like that's going into the community of, you know, online dating, online dating, which yep. is a real thing. Yeah, so real people, real. Yeah, you can't properly grill a market unless you're ready to dive into a community. Yeah. So I think I'd watch the five steps video before you dive into grill marketing. Good call. You need to ask yourself those questions. Be aware of what you're about to get into, mm-hmm. and go from there. There you have it. Well, guys, hopefully you learned something new about grill marketing if you didn't already know what it is. And yeah, if you haven't checked it out already. Seriously, start thinking about that. Just quickly, guys, we started a Discord about one week ago. We're loving it at the moment. We're posting in there every day. There's a ton of value in there. Heaps of value, yeah. It's just a great space to get in there, meet with like-minded people, chat away. And yeah, we're going to bring a lot of value in there in the next few weeks. So yeah, if you're not in there, jump in there already. It's all free, guys. Links in the show notes.